Hey, it is party time, Mom. Welcome to a, another episode of the Chad Prather Show. This is Thursday. A lot of stuff to get into. It's just me and you today. That's right. Me, you, the listener, you, the viewer. Uh, it's been, uh, I'm, Mark and Chris are in the room too, but they don't count. You guys don't count. Just sit over there and be quiet while I rant about a lot of stuff going on in the world today. Uh, we're going to focus on assholes today. That's what we're going to do. Mark, I don't know if you realize this, but that's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of assholes on this episode. Uh, don't be an asshole, people. And uh, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, I, before we get into things today, uh, <laughs> good luck titling this episode, by the way, Chris. Uh, it, it should be fun for you. Just call it assholes. Uh, I want to talk about, um, I get a morning briefing. Uh, pretty much every day from guys and gals down at the border, border agents, DPS agents, uh, federal agents, um, judges, sheriffs, um, county attorneys. It, it's crazy. I hear from all these people down on the border pretty much. And I'm, I'd love to name some names, but I can't. Uh, I'd love to give them credit. But what they're seeing down on the border, the Texas border, is absolutely insane just two days ago they were shooting at border patrol agents from across the rio grande uh, i went on facebook and said this is an act of aggression and war of course everybody came at me and said well you can't call it that because these are individuals doing this this is not the mexican government doing this not the mexican military that's doing it well what you have to understand and what people don't realize is how uh much of a parallel government the cartels are running at the southern border at our southern border uh, and, and the cartels, there's, there's no person in Mexican politics that isn't placed and positioned by the cartels today. The tail is legitimately uh, wagging the dog. And uh, it's a bad situation. So, uh, you know, to point out, you know, whether it's an act of war or whatever, I call it that because it, you can go back to when Pancho Villa invaded uh, U.S. territory. And, of course, um, you know, we sent... Uh, uh, General Pershing after him. This same kind of deal. Uh, you got rogue governments in, in the form of these cartels that are they're coming against us. This is why I'm continually saying, and this is on my heart and on my mind right now because I just got off the phone with these border agents. It's some of the intel that I've seen and I've heard and the, that I've been reading this morning already is just is just frightening when you consider uh, the direction our country is going. And and when you have that argument that says um, people keep arguing. And Chris, I'm sorry to be talking about your people like this, but when people keep saying that you can't, uh, <laughs> we can't secure our states, that's exactly what we did. We secured our state borders whenever there was this whole pandemic issue, right, over health-related issues. They said you can't travel to certain states and certain places close themselves off. Why is it only the southern border that we're not willing to shut down? Why is that happening? Uh, the states do have the right to do that. You say it's a federal government issue. Nowhere in the Constitution is the word immigration mentioned, okay? First of all, uh, we have the right, according to the Tenth Amendment, to, to take care of our state, protect our borders, to, get, to, to protect our sovereignty as states, and... Uh, uh, it's the federal government's role to to monitor naturalization and to handle that process. Immigration, though, crossing a state's border, that's our business. And and what I continue to push for, and I was talking with somebody today, legislation has actually been written up uh, and proposed already that the federal government needs to make the cartels an international terrorist organization because they are terrorists. Uh, but it, we also have the authority as the state of Texas 
to deem them a foreign terrorist entity and organization, and that's got to be done. Um, it's real, Chris. I've been watching video, man. I've been watching stuff just absolutely heart-wrenching. And, and by the way, folks, you know, I said this on Instagram earlier today. I, I was listening to the news this morning. The Democrats absolutely do not give a damn about kids in cages, Chris. They don't care. They don't care. They only cared about getting making Trump look bad. That was what that was all about. They only cared about making Trump look bad. And so that's why you had the photo ops of people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This situation at the border right now, the border detention, it, this, the future of what's happening right now is completely untenable. It's unsustainable. Uh, it's 10 times worse than anything you can imagine. And I'm getting videos every day of border crossings, of, of Border Patrol agents chasing these illegals uh, across and, and once they come across. And it's absolutely insane, the stuff that we're seeing, folks. Um, it, it's, it's really, really bad. But you won't find Kamala Harris down there. You won't find AOC down there. You won't find anybody going down there worrying about kids in cages. The cartels are actually uh, they're farming these kids out to these people. And they're coming across. They're bringing these kids across. And they're just dumping these children on ranches uh once they get across the border they don't care anymore because they're not their kids they, they use the kids in order to travel to look like a family unit it's bad stuff folks bad bad stuff and uh, so you know in an episode about the assholes of the world we're going to start out by, by mentioning these uh, cartels hey home title lock folks um i don't know if you guys realize it or not but this is one of the fastest growing forms of uh, cyber thievery going on in the world today. Uh, home title theft is where uh, a cyber thief, and, and, and right now it's a bad deal because if you recall, they had a data breach of Facebook, like 500 million people's personal data was leaked uh, out there. All the names, your address, your personal information, all this stuff, everything that a cyber thief needs to go in and steal the title to your home so that they become the legal owner. Yeah, I said it. They become the legal owner of your home. Uh, all that information is out there. What they do is they go online, they find your title, uh, and they especially look and see if you have any equity in your home. And if they realize that, they can sign a quick claim deed stating you stole, stating you sold your home to them, and then they become the legal owner. You got to do what I did, folks, because if that is to happen, your um, your identity. Uh, theft protection. That's not going to protect you. Your mortgage company, that's not going to protect you. None of those things. Your bank's not going to protect you. You got to get Home Title Lock. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can register your address right now to see if you're already a victim. They'll tell you. And uh, they'll um, they'll give you 30 days free protection right now. Uh, in, uh, you got to get there. You got to find out. Do what I did. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Be back in a minute. Hey, want to give a shout out uh, before we get into all this stuff. I want to give a shout out to my my good buddy, my brother Gary Brugman, uh, former Border Patrol agent. Uh, a lot of you know Gary's story. Gary was arrested back during the W administration. Uh, for excessive force, apparently for violating uh, an illegal immigrant, uh, yeah, immigrant, I don't know why I say that, an illegal border crosser's uh, civil rights uh, by pushing him down on the ground uh, when he were apprehending him. <laughs> they put him in prison for that. And uh, he, get, he wound up getting a, a presidential pardon from Donald Trump. Uh, long time battle with this thing. He's in the hospital, got COVID with pneumonia, 
they got him on a vent and uh, been praying for you, Gary, and and could, will continue to do so. So you guys uh, join me in praying for my buddy Gary Brugman. Uh, love you, pal. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into Hunter Biden first, Chris. Let's let's talk about this. I, I mean, the media. Why is the media so quiet about Hunter Biden? If Donald Trump was had, if Donald Trump Jr. If there was video of Donald Trump Jr. with a, a Russian prostitute in a hotel room doing God knows what, having a conversation about having a gazillion dollars and his dad running for president and how they were after him and leaking information to TMZ and how he had yet another laptop that was supposedly stolen from him. This would, that would be all the media is talking about. That is all the media would be talking about. You got the full screen of, of our buddy Hunter there. There he is, butt naked with a butt naked chick in the hotel room. That's the conversation he had. If you go and you watch the video, he's got the subtitles on there. You could read what they're talking about. And he's sitting there just, this guy, you can say what you want to say about Hunter. This dude knows how to party, right? Uh, But out of control, he claims that the Russians stole another one of his laptops for blackmail while he was uh, close to overdosing in a Las Vegas hotel room. He said, you know, they came to check, see if he was breathing. And uh, once they they realized he was breathing, they stole his uh, laptop. So that's three computers now. Uh, you know, the first two were, were left at a Delaware computer store. Um, the Well, the first one was. The second one was seized by federal agents. And nobody's talking about it. Chad, I just want to make sure this is on the record. Has anybody checked if you were breathing, doing any of your partying <laughs> of your last, like, you know, 40 years? So 40 years Never of happened life? to me. Never. Never happened to me. I've never partied so hard that, that they thought I was dead. Right? I mean, I've probably done some things, Mark, that they, I probably could have died. But I've never gone so hard they had to check my breathing. Uh, but he said uh, in the video he's talking about, he said, I spent effing crazy amounts of money. I was with these guys. The one guy was not like you anyway. Each night he'd be like, there's going to be so many people here, crazy effing party. And each night it's nobody. Uh, this dude really has a fetish for filming himself. This- well, not just that. <laughs> Yesterday... You talked about how his father is a national security threat. Isn't this the definition of a national security threat? Having the son of the president record himself and then just leave the laptop recording and talk about what daddy's doing and then gets the laptop stolen. (laughs) Three times. Isn't that the definition of maybe we need to uh, put him somewhere that he doesn't can't get in trouble <laughs> like locked up in rehab yeah like, like for, prison? for the next three years oh my gosh it's insanity dude um the dude likes to have sex on tape all right the guy likes to video himself and he saves it on the laptop um and um i mean just imagine if this were trump i mean if this were trump this is all the news media would be talking about that's all the news media would be talking about. But here we are. Isn't this um, what they've been wanting for a long time? Remember that whole thing about president having some things with a Russian and golden showers? Isn't this what the media was like so thirsty four years ago? Yeah. And then now they, they have it. About. They have it. Trump having golden showers. I mean, dude, dude, <laughs> Hunter Biden's a freak, dude. Um, I mean, first of all, why are you partying with Russian drug dealers? 
Like, I don't know any Russians I want to party with. I don't know any Russians. I mean, I do, but (laughs) we've lost touch. (laughs) I don't want to party with any Russians. Oh, my gosh. This is insanity, dude. That's all they would be talking about. Speaking of a-holes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gatora Chaba. Did you see this video? Play the clip there, Marcus. But I think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and kind of responsibilities. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, that is when it gets serious. It's like no different than a traffic light. We put a traffic light at the intersection so someone doesn't kill someone else by accident. So this is why we have a traffic light. You cannot say, no one is going to tell me that I'm going to stop here, that I have to stop at this traffic light here. I'm going to go right through it. Yeah, then you kill someone else, and then it is you doing. So this is the same thing with the virus. You cannot go and not put a mask on because when you breathe, you can infect someone else and you can infect someone that then gets sick and may die. Yeah, okay. So that's first of all, that screw your freedom. Let the people breathe. Um, <laughs> comparing getting a vaccination, mandating a medical procedure or a vaccination or something like that to running a red light, uh, which is against the law. <laughs> because you have laws in place, that doesn't mean you screw your freedom. It doesn't mean you're a libertine that just can go out there. We have freedom because we have laws. The laws aren't restrictions. They're protections. Uh, and I get what he's trying to say, right? With great freedom comes great responsibility. Wash your hands all the time. Uh, but to say screw your freedom, Screw you, Arnold. Um, you don't have the right to mandate that I get a vaccine. You know, we were, we, were down in, um, we were down in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. And that was my first and only COVID test I've ever gotten. Have you, gotten it? have you guys gotten one of those? They suck, dude. I mean, I've never had anything that deep in my body. Ever. And, uh, I mean, wow. And... Uh, our buddy Steve Helms, the Texas legend, he, had to, he was right after me. He, he and his wife, Stephanie, had to go get their test. And they were sitting there, and they, and they supposedly ran out of tests. So they had to wait like an hour and a half. And the, and the, the medical guy, the, the, the clinic guy who was in there, he was talking, just having a conversation with the people who were sitting there waiting. And Steve said that the entire time they were in there talking, that the guy would just reach over, get the uh, antibacterial stuff, squirt it in his hand, and rub it on his hands. And as soon as it was dry, he'd reach over and he'd do it again. He was just in the habit of just, this is the world we're living in. That's what Arnold's like, you must wash your hands all the time. Wash your hands. This is, uh, <laughs> this is where we're at, folks. People are so scared. And I'm not saying COVID ain't real. I mean, I just gave a shout out to my buddy Gary who's suffering from it. I mean, he's on it. I've got a lot of friends who have spent a long time in the hospital dealing with this thing. Uh, people do die from the complications associated with COVID. I'm not saying that. 
But you can't just, but people die from complications associated with the flu. I mean, there's all kinds of things out there that can kill you. And, and we all are subject to those things. We're all people and we're all subject to health issues. But to start saying, I got to get some non-approved, non-FDA approved uh, jab stuck in my body. And, and that is, is me being selfish of some kind. It's not me being selfish. I have the freedom to dictate what goes in my body. I don't have the freedom to just run every red light. That's, that's, a complete, that's apples and oranges. I mean, that doesn't even compare to anything. People are in denial. Nobody's in denial. They just don't want to stick that shit in their body. Asshole. Oh. Mattel. The toy maker. Oh. Where's Barbie at? Show me Barbie. There's Barbie. Is that the Asian Barbie? That's what they apologized for right there. Mattel apologized. The Asian Olympics Barbie wasn't Asian enough. How do you make somebody Asian enough? How do you do it? Oh, Uh -oh. you bunch of racists. I know what every one of you is thinking. (sighs) That's right. They were told uh, it wasn't Asian enough. uh, Five dolls were put out meant to celebrate the new events added to the Olympics, including a skateboarder. Some people on Twitter, uh, they complained there wasn't an Asian doll in the group. They said, well, yeah, of course. (laughs) Where's the Asian Barbie? They said you needed two white Barbies. Why? Most of the American women winning medals are not white. Why is it always Asian Barbies that you don't have? (laughs) Wow. Wordless. Olympics in an Asian country, yet zero attempts to represent any Asians in your collection. Shame on you. And so, Mattel, what do they do? They caved. They apologized. Uh, They said, our intentions to represent the Asian community with the skateboarder doll fell short. Why? Her eyes weren't slanted enough? Her cheekbones weren't high enough? WTF, guys. What? I mean, what, would they, what are they supposed to do? Make a caricature? Name her Mulan? The hell? Now, I just want to give a shout out. The one next to the uh, karate one, doesn't that look like our old friend Lauren Chen? Let me see. The yeah. back one? Yeah. Back right? Yeah. And if you put the other one where the karate girl is... Like I, I miss thought, Lauren I thought that Chen. was Lauren Chen. Look at that. That's Lauren Chen. I miss Lauren Chen. I love her so much. I need to call her. I miss her. She's a cute girl, too. Super smart. Um, in that order. <laughs> but she's not Asian enough. Lauren Chen is not Asian enough. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. The doll fell short. Moving forward, we'll work to find more ways to champion all representation. Now, if they'd have done it, like if they were over-characterized it, like, like, Miss Ecolaili, I'm a protest. Remember Mickey Rooney in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's? Everybody lost his mind for characterizing an Asian guy. You know, stereotyping an Asian guy in uh, the Audrey Hepburn. Miss Ecolaili! That's what they should do. The karate, was, the karate, was it the karate Barbie that was Asian? That's racist. They, stereo, they made the Japanese Barbie the Aikido. <laughs> Can't make this crap up, man. And you know why? You know, I, you know why they're a-holes? Because they apologized. They apologized. Go to watchchat.com. That's where all the unapologetic gear is. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moving forward, we're going to work to find more ways to champion all representation and celebrate the amazing achievement of all Olympic athletes, especially you uh, Asians. <laughs> I added that part. Uh, wow. Somebody said the skateboarder Barbie looked at best biracial Asian white. We're, this is where we are, people. We are analyzing Barbie doll ethnicity. Holy crap. I just want to take their clothes off of them. Like, that's what we did. And we, we didn't care what their eye shape was. We just want to see their boobs. <laughs> Every guy on the planet has undressed his cousin's Barbie doll. Sister's Barbie, whatever. Golly, that's what we did when we didn't have a JCPenney catalog. Pure insanity, dude. That's where we're at in this world. My God. Oh. I, <laughs> we need a budget. Chris, can we get a budget from Blaze TV? Can we get some Glenn Beck money in here so we can do stuff like buy Barbie dolls? Let's... <laughs> Go to the top on this, and this is a new read for my buddies. I was talking to Tim Anderson the other day at Northwest Retention. Uh, Northwest Retention, America's premier holster and everyday gear manufacturer. No compromise, top shelf company. All the companies say it, but Northwest Retention, man, they prove it. You like guns? I do. I like places to put them, specifically my custom holsters that are provided to me by Northwest Retention. Hundreds of firearm models. Listen, uh, their products start to finish made in the United States. They provide Americans with jobs, growth, growth opportunities. They bring the greatest quality value and service to the marketplace. They're always innovating and continue to build and best build the best in the industry. And uh, they build personal relationships and provide training as well. Personal company working to bring the best to their customers and going above and beyond to improve their communities. I went in, actually, I went in the other day to where I, my T-shirts are printed. And you know what? My guy in Arlington, Texas, was printing Northwest Retention Gear T-shirts. And so they're, they're, they're even getting their stuff American-made, their, their merch. Uh, they're proud to be All-American and to be uh, manufacturing all their custom products right there in the great state of Washington. Quality performance, they're the priorities at NW Retention. Always will be. Go to the website. Get you a new holster. Get you a new sling. Get you a new belt. NWRetention.com. NWRetention.com. Enter promo code WATCHCHAD, and that will save you 10%. I want you to go there and check them out today. We'll be right back with more A-Holes. So we're talking about, not an official statement, but we're talking about adding a Friday show. I know Mark's happy to hear that. Mark's happy to hear that. I, I just don't, I don't like just doing four days a week, Chris. I want to do every day. I want to give the people something on the weekend. Well, I don't know every day, though. Every working day. Like Monday yeah. to Friday. I'm, God, you're lazy. I got things to do on Saturday and Sundays. So lazy. <laughs> I just can't get enough out, man. I got so much on my mind. So many things, Mark. Makes me miss Candace the Queen. She was a worker. She wasn't Asian enough either. <laughs> my, my current favorite meme, I'm, I'm looking at it. You, maybe you guys have seen it. I don't know if you have. Uh, I should have sent it to you, Chris. You could have put it up. Uh, I feel bad for parents nowadays. You have to be able to explain the birds and the bees, the bees and the bees, the birds and the birds, the birds that used to be bees, 
the bees that used to be birds, the birds that look like bees, plus bees that still look like birds but still have a stinger. <laughs> bees that look like birds but still got a stinger. That's that's uh, I'm gonna turn that into a rant at some point in time. Do a video truck rant with that. That's funny, dude. Uh, speaking of bees with a stinger, uh, the um, photo of a child with men in bondage gear. Look at this. That's just fun. Uh, that wins the award from the Dutch Pride organizers. Um, let me explain it to you. The photo. Speaking of a holes, that's a that's a whole bunch of a holes right there. Um, Photo from a Pride event in Holland won the award for being iconic, the most aesthetic. Shows a small child smiling while surrounded by men in bondage gear. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Our buddy Andy No shared the video saying that a woman claiming to be the girl's mother had opened her home for the men to change. Photo is called Celebrating Diversity. It was snapped by Jan Van Breda. More than 13,000 photos were submitted to the Pride competition. I mean, what, 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 what kind of, how do you? How do you have a photo contest for a pride competition? What, do you, what are you taking photos of? Your Prince Albert? What are you taking pictures of? Ugh. That right there. Men in bondage. With a baby. In, with a baby. Now, Chad, I, I don't want to tie this up to our Monday episode, but you tell me that Jeff Younger is a threat to his children. Yeah. But this people in Holland... Yeah. Those dudes are not a threat to that little girl? Crazy. Speaking of that little update, I talked with Jeff yesterday, Jeff Younger. That was a Tuesday episode uh, with, with Jeff. Uh, but, but we talked about it, him and his son James. Uh, yesterday, there was a, a, an order issued by the governor of Texas saying no more. There will be no more of the uh, sex changes for children. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a lot too late there, Greg. Uh, and the order didn't say anything about chemical changes. Uh, but it just talked about surgeries. So there's still some things there now to enforce it. But anyway, Jeff sent me a message yesterday, and he said uh, that the show did a lot of good, went a long way. It's amazing the, the difference we're able to make, the influence we're able to put out there by doing this show and, and talking about real things, making it real. Uh, this is the kind of crap, though. Uh, it's coming to a city near you, this kind of stuff. Uh, the, the, that's not art, folks. That's, that's not art. That kind of imagery, that's, uh, yeah. Pride, Amsterdam. I just have to read this. Uh, the events included film screenings, street parties. I mean, did they have to show a vaccine card to go to that, you think? To go in there? There, there, was, a, there was an event called the Cunnilingus Show. The Snatch Game Edition. I bet Glenn Beck didn't talk about that on his show this morning. Um, how many, how many uh, I wonder if there was a lot of hand washing going on there, Arnold. <laughs> A lot of knob polishing, maybe. Um, school board member says kids should not be allowed to commit murder by coming to school without a mask. Play the clip, Mark. I think if anybody's going to flee to virtual school, it needs to be the maskless. I don't think any parent with, a, with an asthmatic 6-year-old, 8-year-old, or 12-year-old should have to make that choice that their child can't go to school because some other kid is going to spread a germ that could kill them. Just goes all over me. I would like to find a way to stand up as a district, and get our surrounding superintendents to stand up with us and protect our little kids. Democrats crack me up. Liberals, progressives crack me up, dude. But they don't care about kids. They care about control. This issue is about control. 
Um, this is this is in response to Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt's refusal to allow mask mandates in schools. Um, this is absolute insanity. These people don't care about kids. These are the people that abort 750,000 of them in this country every year. Uh, they don't care about kids. Uh, don't talk to me about kids murdering kids. But to call it murder, I mean, this is stupid. It, that's like saying, oh, you, you, you're, I mean, again, replace that with the word flu. Replace it with the word flu. You never did that. But see, now, and I saw a notice yesterday that if a kid is complaining of any illness whatsoever, that they immediately are quarantining them. You remember we used to have chicken pox parties? We used to get them all together so they'd all get it at the same time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but chicken pox, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You murderers. Play the one of the teacher crying. I need to go home. Instead, I'm sitting at my desk crying because we just got word from our superintendent that masks will not be required in our school district this year because the school has to respect the choice of parents that don't want to have their kids in a mask. And that's just the most reasoning and i'm so over it because there is no such thing as a personal choice in a pandemic because i have no choice now to send my child to school in a way that will be safe for them because my child's mask will do a great job of protecting the other kids around her but i have no choice not to have my kid coughed on by her classmates I am so tired of this, I'll do what works for me, you do what works for you, take on a public health crisis. And we are never gonna get out of this if we cannot start collectively thinking about how our actions impact the people around us. Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. To the chopper. Oh. Mark, y'all, don't, y'all shouldn't have children. You can't, it's not it. I'm just kidding. It, may, it, it concerns me, though. I mean, this, this, I said it the other day. Your child has a better chance of getting struck by lightning while being eaten by a shark in Kansas than dying of COVID. I mean, it's just, and I'm sorry if that happened to your child, um, uh, got eaten by a shark in Kansas. I'm sorry that that happened. Because there's always the one out there that says, you don't know me. You've never lived through the pain of having your child eaten by a shark in a lake in Kansas. And then lightning struck them. Poor legless Johnny. He almost made it, and then lightning struck him. Play the one where the teacher quits. But within the last year, I was told in one of my so-called equity trainings that white, Christian, able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools, and that, quote, this has to change. Clearly, you've made your point. You no longer value me or many other teachers you've employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have, over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. you School go. board, I quit. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this county to flood the private schools. There you go. There you go. Like Rand Paul said, they can't arrest us all. We've got to stand up. Got to stand up. I went to uh, CPAC a couple of weeks ago and walking around visiting some folks. Every time you go to those conventions, kind of like a family reunion, you run into a lot of friends and folks you haven't seen. Maybe you just see them that, you know, once a year. And uh, 
had a great opportunity to visit with my friends. They had a booth set up there at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has been a great partner of this show for, for a number of years now, and they're good friends. I love using them. Uh, Patriot Mobile saves me a lot of money. I don't know if you realize this or not, but whenever you use the big cell phone carriers like Verizon and, and you name them, a portion of your bill, when you pay it, goes to leftist causes. They donate to leftist causes. Uh, you want to protect the unborn? Uh, you you want to have free speech? You, you believe in the Second Amendment? Every time, every time you pay these guys, a portion of your bill goes to fight against the things you believe and hold as convictions. Uh, you need to stop that, and you need to get with Patriot Mobile. They use the same towers. You'll get the same great coverage uh, as anybody else. And it's easy to switch. They'll set you up. They'll give you a deal. I promise you. You call them up. They will hook you up. They'll get you the activation you need. They'll get you the phone you need. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad. Or you can call 972-PATRIOT. And uh, they've become great friends. I love them all. Get the free activation code with with the uh, offer code. What is the offer code on that one? It's uh, Scroll that up there a little bit. It's uh, Chad. That's, I don't know why I can never remember that offer code. C-H-A-D-I, spell it, Chad. They also have discounts for uh, veterans and first responders. Call them up, 972-PATRIOT, or call them at patriotmobile.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. I want to remind everybody, uh, I made a video this past week. Not many people saw it because uh, Facebook doesn't like the truth. But uh, Article 1, Section 19 of the Texas Constitution says that no citizen of the state shall be deprived of life, liberty, property, privileges, or immunities, or in any manner disenfranchised except by the due course of the law of the land. These mandates aren't laws. And you're being disenfranchised. You're being deprived uh, life, liberty, property, all of these things with these mandates. So I'm proud of that teacher for standing up. Um, and doing what she did, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. I mean, you, you go to school, you get the training, you get licensed and all that, and then you quit your career over this nonsense, over mandates. Uh, we're going to see more and more of this stuff. It's sad. Uh, of course, there was Team USA paintball. I didn't see a single thing on the Olympics. I, I didn't watch a single minute of it uh, for no reason other than I just didn't watch it. Had no interest. Team USA, I didn't know they had a paintball team, but a, a paintball player, um, I'm assuming that was the Olympics, wasn't it, Chris? Uh, got kicked off the team for fat shaming a teen who had COVID-19, said the kid doesn't need a vaccine, he needs an effing treadmill. Uh, I want to giggle. <laughs> I want to giggle. I, I'm just sad that the kid got COVID, but apparently the kid, a little overweight. Uh, she posted a 15-second TikTok. Uh, ooh, do we have a reaction video to that? Let's play it. Ma'am. Your kid does not need a COVID shot. Your kid needs a fucking treadmill. That's what he needs. Jessica, as a member of Team USA Paintball, I really don't think you're qualified to speak on public health issues, especially not when it's to fat shame a hospitalized teenager who probably didn't have a say in his vaccination status. And I don't think my father, the inventor of toaster strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. So I messaged them. And I'll keep messaging them every day until you're off the team because you are not a representation of this country. Get vaccinated. Wow. What's she doing with that microphone? What if I just held this microphone like this, Mark, just all the time? Just didn't, just didn't use it, like didn't clip it on or didn't hold it. Just held the microphone right here in front of my face. 
of them get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Don't be a fat ass. I mean, be a fat ass, but get vaccinated. Yeah, she probably shouldn't have fat shamed the kid, but whatever. <laughs> We're all fat. Uh, and apparently assholes. Uh, Colonial Williamsburg, you know what they're doing, Chris? They're telling the queer history of America's founding. Uh, uh, Colonial Williamsburg was a lot queerer than we were led to believe. Uh, <laughs> Colonial Williamsburg is uncovering America's hidden queer history. Apparently there was a lot of it. Uh, some colonial queering, queering right there. That guy's queer. Look at those pants. Wow. What's with that, you know, that, that, that tri-tip hat, man. That's a, what all the queers are wearing. Uh, apparently there was a lot of it, man. Uh, they, they were, some people were walking through a museum there, uh, and it was a queer couple. I mean, a gay couple, sorry. I don't know what context I can use the word queer, but uh, they're using it in the article, so I'm, I'm queering it up. Uh, they said, what about, what about, uh, what was like life like for queer individuals? <laughs> they stayed in the closet. That's what they did. Yeah, they did. They did their booty loving in private. But there were a lot of affluent landowning Virginian women, uh, who denied a marriage license to another woman. Um, okay. I'm done with that. We got a TikTok to make me feel guilty. We I'll, do. Are you I, ready? You do? I, yeah, I love these. Okay. Let's see it. White supremacy is American history. White supremacy is America. For those of you still saying this is not the America I know, America is better than this, um, it's really not. This is how America has always been. America has never been a safe place for black people. It has never been a safe place for native or indigenous people. It has never been a safe place for Asian people. It has never been a safe place for Latino people, for Mexican people. It's never been a safe place for people from the Middle East, people who are Muslim, people who want to practice a different religion outside of Christianity. It's not a safe place for women, for children, for LGBTQ plus people, for disabled people. It's not a safe place for people who fight in our wars, for veterans. White supremacy is American history. And you're perpetuating this myth that of American exceptionalism and America being a shining beacon of democracy when you say America is better than this. And that's okay because American capitalists and the education system and Texas McGraw-Hill will feed you that myth, will feed you that lie. And that's why I'm here, to help all of you unlearn American history. Wow. Her eyes were really far apart. She, she, maybe she could have been the Asian Barbie. True. And have you noticed, once again, Another cute girl. She's cute, yeah. She's cute. She was cute. Uh, I, uh, I, I was thinking that exact same thing. I didn't hear anything she was said for the first 30 seconds because I was, I was kind of just objectifying her as a female. Uh, and uh, we'll see what was behind that steering wheel, you know what I mean, Mark? Uh, the, uh, <laughs> it's not a safe place for anybody, Chris. America's dangerous, man. You can't even walk down the street. These damn white people will get you. Man, if you're gay or you like hot sauce or anything, white people are out for you. I wonder if the girl uh, that I met yesterday, beautiful, beautiful black girl uh, working at a restaurant, she was just as nice as she could be. I wonder if she felt threatened by my presence. You think she was because of my supremacy? 
I just ordered some chicken wings and had a drink, and and uh, I apparently I didn't know I was being oppressive. I I actually tipped her thirty percent. How dare you? Who was the fifty percent? Critical race theory would say I'm being a racist for that. Absolutely. Um, but I, I typically do tip people thirty percent. I because I can, and uh, I you know. She was, she, I don't, I don't know that she, she actually saw my 1776 bitches hat I was wearing and she goes, I love that hat. I'm like, you damn right you do, bitch. <laughs> oh God, I hate myself sometimes. No, I just, this is, these people are, how do, who sits around and thinks about this stuff? I mean, she was, was she white? She looked to be white. You got a still shot of her again, Mark? I just want to look at her again. She's kind of cute. I don't know if you got one of her. But uh, anyway, that, that's, um, I think she was white. Yeah, there she is. I like that curly hair. I bet that's a bitch when the humidity gets up. Oof. I bet that thing really frizzes The up. hair makes yeah. me think a little bit of uh, Hispanic in her. Okay. A white Hispanic. She's kind of got a Megan Fox vibe going. Yes, she does. Doesn't she? Very. Megan Fox, one of the hottest girls ever. Oh, yes. She also has toe thumbs. I'm sorry? She has toe thumbs. Okay. Megan Fox does. You know what a toe thumb is? Yes. Yeah, Megan Fox. And you know this because? I've seen her hands. Oh, okay. They try to hide them on the movies. Is that why she couldn't make it back for the Transformers? <laughs> she was all thumbs. <laughs> they couldn't transform them. I, I just feel very supreme today, you know? Heading into the weekend all white and sassy. Well, you know, you're so supreme today. You're by yourself. So that <laughs> does, if that doesn't scream... I, Supreme, I, ran I don't know what else will. I ran everybody off. Nobody wants to work a full week anymore. It's the damn stimulus checks. Party foul Steve, you think he's going to do anything? Nah, Steve had to go to the, he went to the warehouse and packed some stuff up today because Allison, everybody knows Allison, apparently is shopping for real estate in St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. I'm like, I think I'm buying it. <laughs> Egg tight, we'll be right back. So, uh, Chris, I checked the rankings this morning. 103. 103. Well, we're moving on up. 103. Let's get it in the top 100. The only way you could do that is you got to leave us a rating and you got to leave us a review. Go to where Apple Podcasts are and uh, scroll down when you find the Chad Prather Show. Leave us a five-star rating because that's what we deserve. And then leave us a review. Doesn't matter. You don't have to wax eloquent. You don't have to write poetry. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of time like you're writing in your journal or your diary uh, in, in collecting your thoughts, just say, we love the show. That's all you got to do, uh, and it helps move us up. We got a review on there. Do we have one? Let's read one. Uh, man, love the show. My husband and I lay in bed, and I'll ask him, what do you want to do? We'll listen to, and he will say, is that cowboy guy on? <laughs> That's about all of that I can read right there. Uh, uh, so uh, I love this. I actually read this, uh, this thing in um, – I just love to know that they're uh, Chad Prather and Chilling right there. Forget Netflix. So uh, I like that. I like we, that. You, we do have a playlist on the YouTube yeah. it's called uh, Quarantine and Chill. <laughs> so <laughs> Chad and Chill. I like that. Leave us a rating and review, folks. Uh, also go to blazetv.com slash Chad. 
Use promo code CHAD. They'll give you some money off of a full year's subscription, and uh, you don't want to miss out on a single minute of Blaze TV programming. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. And guess what? We'll be back with you on Monday. Have a great weekend, folks. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.